Yeah, that whole if you travel back in time, would you kill Hitler? It's like, no, but I think I'd fuck his wife. I would get pegged by Eva Braun if I could go. <laughs> Alex, wow, free lunch. Oh, freezing lunch. Oh, the lunch is free. Whoa. Number two for 23. Mm-hmm. Fucking still here, dude. Still here. They tried. Just like Red Rooster, they tried to kill us. Hey, what's the catchphrase? God, dude. God, dude. I thought it was they couldn't kill us if they tried. They couldn't kill us if they tried should be our unofficial. Oh, dude, that's, that's, that is the name of our live show. Well, they couldn't, presents, they couldn't, they kill, couldn't us. kill us if they tried. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> we're fucking 13 episodes in. <laughs> yeah. No one's attempted. No one's attempted, but we all know why they haven't attempted. Dude, they couldn't kill. Because if they tried, they couldn't. They couldn't do it. They couldn't kill us if they tried. They would fail dismally. Presented by Woe Free Lunch. I have almost fucking died so many times that oh, you think you think you think you can kill me? Nah, dude. Nah, dude. We're going out by our own merit. I'm going out by my own hand. What episode 100? If get us to a thousand subscribers, me and Baden will literally kill ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do you know what that is? That's the 10 grand Patreon slot. Is we will live stream our murder suicide. Yeah. Wait, who's doing what though? I guess. Uh, for, uh, wait, who, who's murdering? Who's suiciding? Yeah. <sighs> or do we do it at the same time? What if we... No, I'll tell you what. $10,000, death by fire squad. Ooh, okay. We, I, go, we go to like Papua New Guinea or so. We try to smuggle drugs into Papua New Guinea, but badly. <laughs> Ten, yeah, $10,000 is us smuggling drugs into Papua New Guinea for you. Yeah. Filming the whole thing and then stumbling onto like the last remote cannibal tribe. Yes. And being like, oh, well, go on. You guys heard about Jesus? Jesus. You guys know Jesus? Yeah. For $50,000, we'll go to North Sentinel Island. <laughs> Dude, for real, $10,000, we'd try smuggle, uh, like, pure crack into Papua New Guinea, but just, like, in our pocket. Yeah. we get Just in our pocket, so we obviously get found at the border, mm. and then they take us out by firing squad. $10,000, I put crack in my pocket, I put my vape in my butthole. <laughs> I do the old switcheroo. <laughs> Today, we'll yeah. be calling the legendary Dog Hotel in Clavelli in Sydney. You've been, right. to, you've been to the Dog Hotel? I don't think I have. Dog Hotel's beautiful pub. Is it? They do. Oh, dude, it's really, really nice. I feel like everything, every pub in Clavelli feels kind of pretentious to me. Yep. Can I be honest? This is the only one that isn't. Yeah. It's a real nice old school pub with a beautiful outdoor area. They've got about 20 taps. Mm. They do a, an amazing palmy mm. and you can bring your dog. Oh, interesting. And they okay. have a sports section of the bar, which is very old school, but also mm -hmm. really pretty. Mm -hmm. But the main bar, you've got an upstairs, you've got all these sort of little separate different rooms, and mm -hmm. then you've got this gorgeous outside area that's sort of covered by um, all these plants. It's a really lovely pub. That sounds nice. If you couldn't have a dog or a cat, like you couldn't have a conventional pet, what do you think it would be? For me personally? Yeah. I like turtles. Yeah, you'd have a turtle? If we're not including like a person. Mm. Like, yeah, you can't have a slave. I can't have a slave. You can't have a dog, cat, or a slave. None of the okay. conventional ones. All right, none of the conventional ones. None of the ones that my uh, family has had in the past. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like turtles. Like one of those long-necked turtles. They're mm. fun. Okay, that's fun. That's, I really don't mind that, honestly. What would you get? A long-necked turtle. Yeah, because they got a bit more character. They're sort of peering around corners. Right, they got that fucking... Who's the, who's the sensei from Kung Fu Panda? Yeah, they got that Master, Master Wigyu, what's his name? I can't Wii remember. Wii what, what? I, I don't. I don't. I didn't watch it. I actually, you didn't see Kung Fu Panda. I hate the Asian world, bro. No, you don't. <laughs> you come from the Asian world. I come from the Asian world. Therefore, you should like Kung Fu Panda. I do. You know what? I, I'll tell you why I haven't seen Kung Fu Panda. Because yeah. I've seen the first five minutes of Kung Fu Panda about maybe four times mm -hmm. each time at chapel in high school, because oh. they used to reuse it as a lesson. Well, you know where he's dreaming and then he wakes up and he helps his father in the and he doesn't want to do it. Yes. And the first lesson was like, oh, children need to be subservient to their parents. And the next lesson was sort of like, oh, don't forget about balance. And then the third lesson is the dumpling was Jesus. I don't know. The dumpling was Jesus? I don't know, dude. Fuck? You know, they trick you. They trick you and get you into pop culture things and then try and find a Jesus message in it. That's true. Did you, because uh, did I tell you about the time that I had, because uh, obviously there's like these chaplains that come to school. Yeah. Right. In Browns Plains Primary School, we had a chaplain one time. This is how hell was explained to me. Okay. He brought an electric guitar in and he, he <laughs> <laughs> right. which, which has got to be hack in the chaplain community by now. Right? Oh, yeah. 
Like, at this point, it's like, if you're bringing in an electric guitar, the other Chapmans must be like, bro, come on. Oh, this dude's Or is that still cool? No, I tell you what's... No, there is nothing cool about a cool Chaplain. Do you know all the best mm. all the best chaplains, pastors, priests that I've ever heard speak? Grandmaster have- Uguay. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, Grandmaster Uguay. That's the kind of turtle you would That's have. That's the kind of turtle I, I would have. like that sort of turtle as well. He's a good man. Yeah, He's yeah. a good turtle. Big but yeah, go on. Eyes. About chaplains? Every Because I was raised very religious, so I spent a lot of time in church and around church people. The best speakers, mm-hmm. in from my experience, are the most uh, peaceful speakers the funniest, the ones with the best message, mm-hmm. you're looking at dudes that are 65 plus, mm-hmm. have kind of grown up in the church mm. and just they're great speakers and they yeah. don't bullshit. They're like, I'm going to be talking about God, but I'm going to be really engaging. Yes, yeah. It's the dude that's 24 in a beanie that rolls in in a skateboard. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, guys, guys, what's up? You know what? I was out there just grinding my... 22. 22. <laughs> and with my fucking uh, DC sneakers on. Yeah. But you know what DC stands for? Does Christ <laughs> matter to you? And it's like, dude, this shit's fucking lame, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. Those guys, that the, the ones that you were talking about, the first ones, where it's mm. like they're like just naturally good speakers. Yeah. I have never been more jealous in my life than I, I emceed our friend, you know Rowan Thambar, mm-hmm. our friend's wedding, right? Emceed the wedding with our friend Oliver Twist. We co-emceed, right? Yeah. Me and Oliver Twist are both comedians. Yeah. We do stand-up. We have jokes. Mm-hmm. This guy crushed so hard, right? The chaplain or like the who, their officiant, yep. I guess, uh-huh. the, whoever was marrying them, right? Their religious celebrant. Their religious celebrant. He was crushing so hard that we could not follow him. Like, wow. We bombed fucking so hard. <laughs> In front of this dude, that just like, mur- like in the in the fucking ceremony where he's like, "What well, you're supposed to be like? Do you take?" He's doing bits up there and oh, shit, man. and people are laughing and crying. Yeah, like it's beautiful and funny and poignant, and he's doing it all off an iPad. Yeah, and then we get up arrogant because we're like, <laughs> "We know how to fucking do this." Step aside, dummy. And they were like, "All right, what do you get when fucking two lesbians fucking marry each other, Rowan and his wife?" <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear my impression of Christopher Walken on Epstein Island? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Seems young. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Dude, how many slurs do you reckon Stephen Hawking said? Wait, real quick. Spe- speaking of Stephen Hawking, have you seen his whole thing about um, like the time travelers party? No. Oh, yeah. He posted a time travelers party and right. no one turned up. Once a year, he does a time travelers party, mm-hmm. right? When he was alive. Yeah. Uh, and no one ever showed up and he was like, therefore this proves that there are no time travelers. And it's like, or are you a shit hang? Yeah. Or are you just a really bad hang? Or if you were a time traveler, would you want to hang out with you? Yeah. If you could go anywhere in the world in time, everywhere since the beginning of time, Jesus, Mm. you could hang out with Jesus or you could go to Stephen Hawking's shitty party where he's like a bowl of Cheetos in the middle of the room. What if one did appear? Appeared like... Mm. Pops in the room. It's Stephen Hawking sitting next to a table of party pies and some lemonade. And he's like, finally, the truth comes out. Mm. And then he goes, dude, Fuck I'm fucking this. out. Back to back in time to when he decided to go to Stephen Hawking's party and went, dude, don't go. Do not go. <laughs> and so no one's ever shown up. So people have shown up, but they've gone back. They've used the life, like the tiny lifespan they have on their time machine to mm. go back and be like, don't go to the party sucks. Don't go to the party. It's the worst thing. It sucks. He's he's all pretentious about it as well. I knew it. And yeah. you're like, oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Here's guy. how pretentious he is. This is a news article from four years from today. Check this out. Stephen Hawking announces no one turned up. See, I told you. More pride than knowledge. Yeah. As mm. if you're going to like, you're like getting blown by Cleopatra and you're like, oh, I have to go to Steven's party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going back. You're getting sucked off by Mother Teresa just for the bit. Straight up. And you're like, oh, sorry, dude. There's this There's this guy who he talks like a robot. And yeah. I'm fucking- oh, sorry. It's like you're fucking halfway through getting pegged by Eva Braun. And you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, that whole if you travel back in time, would you kill Hitler? It's like, no, but I think I'd fuck his wife. I would get pegged by Eva Braun if I could go. <laughs> <laughs> go back and get pegged, pegged by, by Eva, Eva Braun. Braun. 
Just in the eagle's nest. Yeah. Getting absolutely railed. Yeah. Straight up, you get like one go. Mm. And the guy's like, you can go anywhere. This is your this is your only option, right? Yeah. And also, uh, you only you get you only get like sixty minutes in there, so make it count. Yeah. It's like we're we're trusting you, soldier. You're like in the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mission is to go kill Hitler. And you come back and you just have a limp. <laughs> Turns out our strap-ons were really big in the 30s. <laughs> it's crazy. Luckily, the German science is way ahead of everyone else at the time, so the lube was fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's why they never developed the nuke. <laughs> All the scientists were too busy trying to get pegged by Abraham Braun. <laughs> Hitler's there just being like, why aren't you making the nukes? And they're like, I, I can't sit down. Dude, have <laughs> you seen your wife? Dude, your wife is, is the sexiest. She's sexy. Want to get pegged in the ass? Have you been pegged? <laughs> It's like, no, everybody that gets pegged is in the camps. It's like, oh, oh send me there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Holy moly. Like, what is this, a party camp? <laughs> it's a party camp. Ooh. <laughs> if I had one shot at time travel, I go back in time, I get pegged by Eva Braun. Yeah. I, I changed nothing. No, I... <laughs> I'll tell you what's crazy is actually, like, you go, you go get pegged by Eva Braun and then, like, the Germans win for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she gets more confidence and yeah. then decides also to be evil and with their combined powers. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that could be bad. Or it could go the other way and she realizes she doesn't stand up for herself enough and she kills Hitler. Chops off his little micro penis with a pair of like uh, grade one scissors. Yes. And then kicks him down the eagle's nest. So, th- so technically you stop... The Holocaust by getting pegged by Eva Braun. Yeah, you stop the Holocaust by doing a huge cum. Yeah, it turns out the final solution was just getting fucked in the ass by Eva Braun. <laughs> yeah, you get pegged by Eva Braun, you come back and you're like, World War One, 1939 to 1943? Yeah. All right, yeah. okay. I did well here. Try and stop every conflict like that. Dude, I'll tell you what's so funny. You go back in time, you get, you get pegged by Eva Braun, then you come back and we have flying cars. Yeah, it just changes so much that that butterfly effect. Yeah, because like it, people, someone walks in on you, it lets toxic masculinity out of the gate early. So yeah. like one of the soldiers walks in, and it's, they're like, "Oh, that actually sounds actually quite interesting." It's He's got good. a massive smile on his face. Then every German goes gets pegged. Everyone fucking relaxes. <laughs> Science improve. Like it's immediately fast tracked. You come back, and so it's almost like the dark ages of toxic yeah. masculinity never happened. Yeah, right? just because a German scientist walked in on you getting pegged was like that doesn't seem too bad. He gets pegged, tells his boys about it. Now the entire German military is getting pegged. And they're like, oh, it's fuck it, not a big deal. Let's <laughs> let's work on flying cars. Yeah, and they're also all on meth anyway, so they're getting pegged for like sixteen hours. Exactly, dude. You come back, and people are like, what, what are you talking about? The climate crisis? Yeah, what climate crisis? Everything got fixed. Turns out those German scientists relaxed. The Nazis dissolved. They all stuck around. And instead of NASA picking them up, Germany is the new America. Yeah. And they're great. And you're like, you're at a cafe and some guy's doing this. He's like, oh, we've got to do something about this food surplus that we have in the country. (laughs) There's too much food. Everyone's too well fed. Too much food. The wealth gap has never been smaller. Everyone is so fat. (laughs) Every country is sinking into the ocean, but there's no climate change. Dude, it's, it's absolutely fucking mental. Straight up. Well, see, that's the thing, because every time I've been pegged, I do end and just be like, oh, God, the Jews are fine. <laughs> They're cool. <laughs> They're wonderful people. You know what? I said culture. some things that I didn't mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just the full third right coming out and being like, all right, new policy. When you turn 18, Ava Braun is going to peg you and we will all relax. Do you think Kanye West has been pegged? I'd say so. You think so? Yeah, man. You get that level of wealth, success, fame. You start branching out, doing weird shit. It makes sense that Kanye West would be pegged, I reckon. I'd say so. I reckon he got pegged in between um, Jesus and Life of Pablo. That's where Life of Pablo is not very good, but it's very creative. Because <laughs> they hit that fucking button, dude. Life of Pablo was considered one of his better albums. It's considered one of his better <laughs> albums now. Right. After, at the time. At the time. And it's also not great. It's just kind of incoherent. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it was written by someone who can't think straight because he just wants to go home and get paid. That's true because Yeezus does have like a dark energy that you're like, dude, just you need something to bump up against your prostate. Yeah. Yeah. You need to see the light. Yeah. Okay. You need to really, really have that whole, oh, my whole life has changed kind of shit. Yeah. You're not doing, you're not making black skinhead when you're getting constantly fucking reamed at your asshole. Yeah. 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 yeah suddenly, uh, suddenly the racial inequality just dies down for a brief second. Yeah. When you're just getting fucking put through the wall. 
just bam, bam, bam. Straight up, because he does he does give off an energy that I'm like, because there was that st- there was that uh, rumor about you remember Jeffrey Star? Yeah, there was a rumor that Jeffrey Star and Kanye fucked, right? There was too. There was that, and I'm like, I reckon Kanye has been pegged. And if you look in like the trajectory of his career, usually he takes something that's uncool and makes it cool. Mm-hmm. He tried with the Jew thing; it didn't work. That didn't take at all. Didn't take. But he, he could make, because uh, like, what was the most recent? He went to like Christianity. Yeah. Made it cool. Made it cool to be Christian again. If the next album is just about getting pegged by like powerful chicks. Yeah. Toxic masculinity is done. Yeah, it's over. It's finished. It's done. Because we're all like, Kanye's fucking getting pegged. Yeah. Maybe I'll write graduation if I get fucked by like a dominatrix. Here's, this is the best part about, uh, like, uh, I guess, the arts community, is that we've been all over the pegging thing now for years. Yeah. Particularly if you're in my camp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where pegging just isn't enough. You know what I mean? I need, I need an actual willy. Yeah, you do? Yeah. I, but I don't like saying it that, as a willy. Let's go with hog. Sure. Yep. I need an actual hog. Actual pegging's, hog. pegging's great, but, you know, it's the methadone to the head. Yeah, heroin. yeah. It is, it's a nicotine patch. It's a nicotine patch. It's a dicotine patch. It's a dicotine. <laughs> I'm on the dickerettes. <laughs> But and then if but if Kanye do, does it, all of a sudden you're gonna get you're finally gonna get the whole community just being like, all right. If Kanye publicly endorses pegging, you will not be able to buy a dildo anymore. Nope, they'll all be sold out. They'll be done. There are no more strap-ons. Like you, you have to buy like it on the resale market. Like you have to go on StockX. Yeah, and buy like just like a standard fucking like Johnson strap on Doctor Johnson strap on, and it's like four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, he's gonna do with strap-ons what he did with the dad shoe. Where you can't even buy them anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there'll, there'll be a huge... We're going to have a food crisis at the same time we have a dildo crisis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Where we cannot make them fast enough. Yeah. And so we're going to go back to... It, there's going to be so many more hospital stories of like, all right, this man came in with a cricket bat mm. up his ass. Yeah. And he's like, oh, and they're just like, another victim of the massive of the, dildo of, shortage. Of the strap on shortage. The truckers are going to be mad because all the rubber tires are like... <laughs> yeah, people are carving <laughs> off the rubber for the truck For the dildos. So so there's no like like shipping's not happening cuz yeah. trucks don't have tires because we've been using those for dildos Yeah. cuz Kanye West said he got pegged on a song. People are going to have to start fashioning their own dildos. Yeah. I know some of them make sex toys. Oh yeah? Yeah. They're a fucking nightmare. Yeah? Yeah, they they they're, they're, they're horrible. <laughs> How do you make a sex toy? Uh, you make them in like a small factory. You sort of get the mold and then you pour the liquid rubber in and oh, it sets right. and and uh, there's a bunch of other ones where it's like, uh, I think the one big common theme for a little while, I hope I'm getting this correct, was Marvel themed. Mm-hmm. There was like massive Hulk dildos. Right. Captain okay. America dildos. I don't know if I want my dildos locally sourced. I'm happy for locally sourced dildos. I just can't get fucked by like a, imagine trying to keep a straight face while having sex with a um, Black Widow flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. That is weird. I mean, and totally not awesome. But <laughs> <laughs> obviously, totally not fucking sick. Duh, gross. But, <laughs> but like you know, like when you're at a market and like it's fine to buy jam, and it's like I made this jam myself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's like it's nice because you made that jam, whatever. But I don't want that person supplying my dildos no you don't want to be at a market and an old dude is holding up uh like anal beads like grapes exactly be like fresh <laughs> yeah made this morning make it today yeah grow myself here 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 puts one in his mouth yeah perfect <laughs> but the idea of someone that makes their own you have their instagram yeah too personal that's interesting because, and I'm not sure if we've talked about this on the podcast. I think we have, but I think it got edited out. Is the I the sex shop that I go to when I need stuff is run by this wonderful uh, middle aged, like I think Greek. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of wog accents. We on do the a show. lot of wog accents, but it's to be fair, we ha- are around a lot of wogs. We we are yeah. I mean, this is Sydney, right? Yeah. But like, she is the f- one of the friendliest customer service people in the world and it goes the other way and now that's the only one I go to. Interesting. I walk in and she's like, good to see you again, darling. Right. And I'm like, hey, how are you going? It's like, great. I tell you, we've got a bunch of new lube in. Very good. Very good for anal play. No. We've got a bunch of new costumes in. What are you looking for today? 
And oh I told her, God. and the last time I went in, I was looking for ammo. And I was like, I'm after ammo. She's like, we don't sell ammo here, darling, but if you need some CDs cleaned, I can help you out. <laughs> and I'm like, I need some CDs cleaned, CD cleaner. She's like, CD cleaner I have. And then pulls out all of this. So she's by the book. It seems like you only have positive experiences with sex stores. I do. I For the most part. I've had nothing but negative ones. Oh. Maybe maybe they can sense that I'm uncomfortable. And so it's like when you're around like a dog, when you're uncomfortable, they're kind of like antagonistic. You yeah. know what I mean? So maybe if I come in like, I'm comfortable in here. I'm just here looking for some porn DVDs. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> like behave like I'm two teenagers in a trench coat on each other's shoulders <laughs> in the sex store. Nothing to look at here. Yeah. Just one person. Just an overage, totally cool with sex guy. Yeah, who's buying porn DVDs these days? How is the internet not enough for you? I had to buy a DVD because the internet went out of our share house when I was 19 uh, for a month. Oh, okay. And I was like, I got like, I think I got like six hours in. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't do this, man. Oh, fuck. I need to jack off so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like sweating and shit. Yeah, you're like, 19. I'm like cold sweats. I'm like, fuck, please. <laughs> And so I got in my my Ford Fiesta and drove uh, as far as you would to hide a body. <laughs> to ever Google the nearest sex store there. Yeah. Went in, bought a DVD uh, from, it was like Ben Dover's <laughs> uh, something sluts, obviously, yeah. right? And I was like, this will do just fine. And the guy was like, pre-owned. And I was like, do you have a new one by any <laughs> chance? And he was like, no, that's it. And I was like, It'll have to do, dude. Drove all the way back, and I had that DVD until we moved out four years later. Oh wow! Yeah, I, every now and again I go back to it just because there was something nice about like physical. Yeah, physically putting it in. Yeah, it, it, yeah. You don't get the same experience when you open up the internet tab on your PlayStation Four. Yeah, no. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this doesn't feel. This feels off. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I'm used to Kendra Sunderland being this small, <laughs> and now she's taking up the whole living room. And I'm wait. I'm seeing if I can do this before my Uber Eats comes. Yeah, like I'm like as yeah. a challenge. As a challenge. Yeah, and it also makes it harder because you're like, fuck. What if I? What if the pad Thai guy knocks <laughs> on the door <laughs> while I'm jacking off? Speaking of, while we're on this topic, I recently saw Riley Reed's husband mm-hmm. posted a really beautiful picture of mm-hmm. him, her, their youngest daughter in front of the Christmas Christmas tree. It's like family's uh, Christmas is about family. Yeah, and. In this picture, Riley, she looks lovely. She looks like a lovely, sweet mum. Mm-hmm. She's she's a very she is very beautiful. A very yeah, Riley Reed's gorgeous. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I've never seen her out of the context of Chinese back tattoos getting absolutely pounded from behind. Sure, but I, even then, I don't break eye contact with her. No, I hold it because if I hold gorgeous. it long enough, I'm convinced she'll come find me and we can fall in love. <laughs> but it was dude, odd. that's crazy watching a porn and being like, I can fucking, I can take you away from all of this. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I could save her. <laughs> watching, <laughs> watching like a Brazzers video, looking at some chick just get like gangbang by like 14 dudes. And you're like, I could fucking I save, could her. save her. If she let me. If she <laughs> let me and got away from those 14 black guys, <laughs> I could like save her. I could put her in a nice house. She doesn't have to do this. Just going up to like a global porn superstar and being like, I can take you away from all this. Come with me. Come. <laughs> Hand over the velvet rope. Everyone's like, sir, sir. Emily Willis. He's got a gun. Emily Willis. I, you don't have to do this anymore. I've got you. I can take care of you. She's like getting into a Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God, get away from me. It's not me. It's the drugs they give you talking. Come with me. Come with me. You're trapped. You, you're in the matrix. Eat one of these pills. <laughs> but don't worry. I put it in that drink that you had. Oh, fuck. It's on your knees outside of the that, that famous Chinese restaurant in Hollywood. She came close to being saved. Dude, that's how I'm going to watch porn from now on. I'm going to save you, me and Malcolm. I'm looking to come. I'm going to have one tear fall from my eye. Because <laughs> you're also proud of them for being so strong. Exactly. I'm like, it won't be like this for much longer. No. I whisper into my MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> I 
maybe if I like this video and code, then she start commenting. Yeah, I'm real yeah. Honestly, she's done better work, but. <laughs> Nonetheless, I know where she's going to be next week and I will do my best to save her. Wish me luck. <laughs> what are you watching recently? Are we still talking about porn? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes. What am I? What have I been watching recently? What have I been watching recently? Well, there's a few things I'm always very partial with, and I have a couple of favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a really, this really hot little twink called Cole Bentley. Okay. Big fan. Um, uh, uh, Daisy Taylor as well. I know about you. Introduced me to Daisy I Taylor. To Daisy, Daisy Taylor. The she's goat. a She's a she's a favorite. She's I don't, don't want to save her. She can save me. <laughs> She could save me with to stop me from getting with one of these. Uh, what do you call them? Old model women with the M- vaginas. Mills? No, with the vaginas and the tits. Oh, old model women like previous years previous iPhones. Years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the 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 fucking BlackBerry of women. <laughs> Regular women. Regular? <laughs> there's this um. There's this other. Oh, what's her name? She's redhead. Uh, Gialissa. Oh, I don't know who this is. Very, very, very beautiful redhead woman. She's got the. This is. I don't. You know. You know. Sometimes you don't want to just talk purely about how sure. hot they are in that context. But she has, and this is a weird trait to have as a porn star. She has the sweetest, warmest, happiest smile. Interesting. She just looks so happy. Well, I feel like because most of porn is like angry-looking people. Yeah. So it's nice to watch someone just go like. Hey, like, I'm having a lot of fun. I would subscribe to an entire porn channel if their thing was like, our models have to chuck up double thumbs up toward yes. the camera the entire time just to let you know they're having a good time. So a shark is in there? Yeah, so it's just like hardcore, just dick on puss, but four thumbs ups in the air being like, it's all right. <laughs> this is good. This is good. We're not angry. We're not mad. They told me everything about the casting catch before I got here. It's all cool. It's all good. Don't We've worry about it. it. I signed everything. I'm happy. My lawyer read all over it. Hey, the the money they've saved on the set, they give to me. So I'm actually making great money today. Yeah. Thumbs up. And then the chick's like, I agree. Like she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's rules. <laughs> There's rules and boundaries. We're very respected. This was a choice made in thought, not desperation. I'm very happy. <laughs> I would, because yeah, so much of it is angry. So when there is like a, hey, don't worry, I'm like the chick that looks like she's having a good time. Yeah. Your girl, what's her name? Gia? Gia. Gia-Lissa. Gia-Lissa. Shout out Gia-Lissa. Shout out Gia-Lissa. Keep smiling, baby. Keep smiling. Be happy. <laughs> you know, enjoy. <laughs> we, you know what? We have to give Jack off encouragement this week because we did have someone email in, which was great. That's but true. But before we do that, we should also do um, porn star encouragement. <laughs> Hey, just want to say, Gialissa, you're doing a great job. You look like you're full of life. I hope you're happy. I haven't heard about you, but my friend Sam is a really big fan, and he explained you to me, and I'm happy for the both of you. Uh, Thank you for everything you've done for my friend's life. I will save you. (laughs) (laughs) We can still save you. We can. And we can make you smile even wider. Hey, you don't have to do this anymore. You can can get out. Roxanne, (laughs) you don't got to put on the red light. (laughs) Roxanne, put on the red light. (laughs) Roxanne, my blood runs cold. (laughs) My lady in a centerfold. Okay, now we promised we would do a jack-off encouragement. Yes. So we've got our first one. And uh, I actually think it's a really strong branch out. I haven't seen this for many podcasts. And mm-hmm. it's, I'm very proud to be a... Uh, the pioneers and, pioneers and jack-off encouragement non-sexual material. Yes. Everyone does sexual jack-off encouragement material. Ours is just for the boys. So thank you to Buster Marvel for writing into us. First off, great name. Great name. Guess what you're going to be doing? Busting a nut. Busting a nut, baby. And we're proud of you. Yeah. Firstly, it takes a lot of balls, mm. all right, to want these two dudes to jack you off. And to be mentioned by through name, the word. per your request, we are so proud of you. You have never deserved a wank more. Straight up. So whip that shit out. Get that big old fucking fat hog out. I want to see some young dick. Hey, I want you to look at your penis, smile, tap it on the head and say, hey, you deserve this little buddy. I want you to look at your penis and hear the goblin voice talk back to you going, we should kill (laughs) Spider-Man. (laughs) 
That's how fucking rocked up I want you to be, dude. That your dick. <laughs> dude, I need you to... You're going to kill Spider-Man, but you are going to be the one slinging web. All right? Hey. And you deserve that. Make yourself come. Make a mess. <laughs> also, I've written a little limerick for Buster. Let's go. I've written some poetry to... Uh, Limadick. I've written a Limadick. Limadick. All right, Limadick like, time. As said by DJ Khaled, Limadick. Limadick. <laughs> All right. Buster Marvel, Jack off Encouragement, a poem. Because he gave us some information about himself. Did when he? When he emailed in. Yes, because oh, yep, I want to know how much he wanted to get left in and left out. Mm-hmm. Buster Marvel, lover of Arsenal, young Henry's purveyor, keen masturbator. You go for it, bud. Beat the meat till you glisten. Dream of nude lubed up boobs and your sweet girlfriend. She loves you for sure, but you need to love you. Like a stale old Clydesdale, it's time to make glue. So whether you work, because whether you wank now because of stress, love, or lust, Sir Buster Marvel, we marvel your bust. Hey, what more could you want? That straight up sounds like if Shakespeare did a jack-off encouragement. Hey, we are the, we are going to be the Shakespeare's of jack-off encouragement. That was, do you think, because that would have been massive back if you could get Shakespeare to talk dirty to you. mm yeah. <laughs> that would have been so worth something. Upon thine lips I kiss, but both sets. Yeah. Tits fat they be. Tits fat they be. <laughs> He's Yoda. Shakespeare is Yoda. Yeah, Shakespeare. Hope you enjoyed that Bruzzy. Boy. King. Yep. Yeah, legend. King? Brave soldier. Young king. Anzac. Comfortable young big dicked king. Oh, yeah. Call him an Anzac. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Do you know what? Just first, heard that. First on the beach. The first email in. Straight up. It didn't end well for the people that were first on it the didn't. beach. Also, Buster has a great name. Buster's a fantastic name. It's Bust, like Buster Rhymes. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Dude, listening to Buster Rhymes rap is one of the funniest things you can do in 2022. Yeah, because he's the whole like, I went to the store today and then I put... Not oh, even Matt. that. No, not even that. That was so racist. What he just did. No, that's what hip hop used to be. That's not racist. That's what it used to be. But you're like, yeah, that's the guy that does this, right? But no, because I don't. Buster Rhymes isn't from like the fucking 70s. All right. First <laughs> off, that was first off, that was mid to late 80s. Okay, you got me by a decade. All right. Okay. What was he? 90s? No, dude. Buster Rhymes is still around. Is he? Yes. With a name like Buster Rhymes. Yes. Damn. Buster Rhymes releasing new music? Yeah, he fucking released a, a relatively new one with Snoop Dogg and Anderson Park like last year. It's 2022 and I'm still here. No, I'm saying that's not how he raps. <laughs> no, he raps. If I wonder if I could do an impression if you would if you would get it, right? Okay. If it would if it would run anything in your head because Buster Rhymes raps like this. He goes that's the flow. Right. Right? The flow is flibbity gibbity da gibbity bubbity hugga hua hua. Flibbity giga lady gonna boogly That's rap. That is rap. When I turn on. Who's racist now? <laughs> when I turn on some rap music, I just go, ah, nice. And I, all I hear is flibbity gibbity hibbity gibbity. Hibbity labbity scoobity bollybe. But I only hear Eminem clearly. Yeah. Mom, flibbity. <laughs> Mom flippity gibbity. Mom flippity gibbity. Flippity gibbity gibbity ma. My daughter. <laughs> My flippity daughter. <laughs> flippity gibbity. <laughs> hit the puberty. <laughs> flippity gibbity. Hit the puberty. <laughs> flippity gibbity. My daughter hit the puberty. <laughs> <laughs> that's Eminem. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's definitely him. Flippity gibbity, mom. Flippity gibbity, my daughter. Flippity gibbity. She's growing up now. Flippity gibbity mad about something. Flippity gibbity something sucks. Yeah, yeah. flippity gibbity mumble rap. Flippity gibbity. Flippity gibbity mumble rap. Flippity gibbity trailer the creators of fag. Flippity gibbity. Flippity gibbity. I was supposed to be the leading Southpaw, but they gave it to Jake Gyllenhaal. Flippity gibbity. Gibbity flippity flippity. Flippity dubbity. Flippity flippity. I was in funny people. Flippity flippity. Okay, we might need to cut some of this. We might have to cut maybe twenty-five minutes of flippity gibbity potentially. There's a like, back to it. Sounds fucking, funny. Like we're fucking the bad guy from Spy Kids One. Fucking flippity gibbity. Oh. Oh my god. Yes. Speaking of interesting voices. Yes. So I get a phone call on Wednesday, mm. and I'm gonna have to do the accent mm-hmm. <laughs> because it it needs it. Sure, it's a totally fine accent. Because uh. usually when people say I'm gonna have to do the accent, they usually mean like a regional other white. Yeah, they normally, <laughs> normally when someone says, look, are you cool if I do the accent? 
It's like, oh, it's oh, I'm doing an English yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'm going to have to do the accent. Well, howdy. Well, howdy. No one's ever talking about Southern southern white when they go, I'm going to have to do the accent. No. When under their breath, they go, look, I'm going to have to do the look, accent. I'm going to have to do it. And then just, yeah, how you going, mate? <laughs> okay. Dude, you're a racist. I no, like, I'm not a on. racist. I like this rebrand. Okay, all right. Gay racist. <laughs> From him, you never hide. <laughs> Gay racist. I don't like black guys. <laughs> Unless they fuck me. <laughs> Gay, Gay racist. I only like them when they work hard on their shaft. Gay racist. Hitler had good points. Yeah. And he was sexy. <laughs> Gay racist. All right, so on Wednesday... <laughs> You have to do the accent. <laughs> I do for the full context, but I'm going to try and do it as respectfully as possible. All right. I get a phone call from a private number. Now, I like answering private number phone calls. Most of the time it's scams. As much as the next guy. I like answering. I would say I like answering them a bit more. More than the next guy. Because I'm like, it, everyone's like a side quest. I'm like, oh, what's going to happen if I answer this private number? Who could it possibly be? Sure. So this phone call and I just hear, hello, can I please verify your full name? And I was like... No, who are you? And he goes, I'm from the Australian Taxation Office. Uh, I need to verify your full name, please. And I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not, mate. And he goes, yes, I am. And I go, all right. Well, what's my name? And he goes, your first two names are Sam Christopher. I just need you to verify the last name. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. I go, uh, and he goes, if you are unsure, I can give you uh, the uh, link that you need to access on the MyGov website. Oh I my can God. give you a reference number for this phone call. And uh, you need to call us back within three, dis- uh, three business days. It is uh, regarding uh, outstanding loan obligations for the 2021-2022 tax year. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot that I owe the money from the 2021-2022 tax year. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a legitimate call. Oh, my God, I fucked this so hard. And I went... <laughs> I fucked this so hard. And I go, mate, I am so sorry. The amount of spam calls I have been getting on this on a private number. And he goes, mate, this is like the third time today this has happened. Oh, and I'm like, God. oh, dude, I'm so sorry. He goes, it's all right. We get it all the time. And I'm like, oh, dude, I am so glad you're cool about this. Dude. I am so sorry. That's so funny to think that you're the kind of guy about to be served papers in a shopping center. And you're like, no, I'm good. I'm not into I don't need fedora. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, like you think it's a scam. Yeah, no, no, the guys like no, no, seriously, you've just been served, and he's like, I'm not interested. Keep the coupons. No, 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 I'm all good, thank you. I, I don't just, want to play paintball. And he's <laughs> like, this is a subpoena. I don't care what charity. Just go, just, just please. Go away. No, I already give. That's what he's someone trying to serve you. I already I, have a I charity that give. I give to. I already, I have give to charity. So this dude, 100 percent legitimate ATO, and you were like, whatever, can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, I just completely, I completely just was like, fuck off, dude. And he was just like, I, I am calling about the money you owe <laughs> us. We like, can oh, send shit. you to jail. Yeah, we can send you to jail. Like, I'm so sorry. And you're the worst part. What? It's now been three business days. Oh. I, I need to call them back. You need to call them back. I need to call them back. <laughs> Wait, one second. So did you confirm your last name with him? I mean, I said bad, and he was like, "Yes." Oh, okay. But dude, he got my he got my middle name, yeah. and he's I now have a reference number and where to go on my gov. So when I call, I use the reference number. I I have to talk to him again. So Bro. it's not like he's in the ATO call center. No, no, you have he's to deal with that. He's the one dealing with my claim. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you have to deal with that again and again. This guy <laughs> isn't going to be nice to. So I swear to God, if, if if I can do this in Sydney and he's in Sydney and I go speak to him, mm. I'm baking some muffins or something. Yeah, I am so sorry. And he's, I, like, he's like, all good. And then he takes the muffins while you're giving them over to him. And he's like, by the way, my cousin has a million dollars that he would like to put in your bank account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then the walls fall and you're like in a Nigerian pirate ship. <laughs> like, what the fuck? We thought what would happen is you've been here so long, trapped on this Nigerian pirate ship. We thought we'd play out the fantasy you think is happening to see if it helps, but it doesn't. 
You owe us a lot of money. That's debtor's prison. Debtor's prison is the government Mm. pick you up and you've got to work on a Nigerian pirate ship (laughs) for 10 years. (laughs) Dude. Another great expose. Spotlight 2. Oh, Spotlight 2. Spotlight 2. Now with Nigerian pirates. Now with Nigerian pirates. Dude, I watched this uh, documentary a little while ago about the the pirates in Sudan. Mm. And you talk to the pirates and the whole village is like, yeah, we're pirates. Mm. And they're like, we're pirates. I have family. Look, I have seven kids and my wife and there's my village and my uncle. Yeah, they my all brother. have hook hands. They, yeah, they all have hook hands. patches. Pirates. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, this is my family. And then a bunch of Sudanese people go, yar. <laughs> yar. That's straight up. You wear a, like a pirate outfit that you got from a costume party at a, like a Sudanese in, in, this, in Sudan. Yeah. People are like, come on, dude. dude. You can't dress like it. It's not funny. Yeah, it's actually funny if you came in blackface. <laughs> this is really offensive. This is our Native American headdress, bro. Yeah. A children's pirate outfit. <laughs> dude. So they had, I watched this, I can't remember what it was, but it was an interview between like a Dutch shipping captain who's been held up at gunpoint and them. And the Dutch shipping captain is like, he was trying so hard not to be racist. Mm -hmm. They'd clearly, they were clearly on like their sixth take. Like voiced over, just like they couldn't get it. It's like, dish brave. (laughs) (laughs) Dish people of color. I such pieces of shit. (laughs) No, but he's like, you know, they stop the traffic routes and we cannot make our money. And then I get fined and it's not that. It's a complete nightmare all around. Mm. And then you listen to the Sudanese pirates talk. This one dude was so eloquent. He was like, look, this is how it works. Western countries come here and ravage our lands. Our country is broke. We're in the middle of a civil war caused by Western intervention. We have a shipping route here that actually has damaged the wildlife to the point where we can't fish as well. We need money. We need to stay safe. The cheapest thing we can get is guns. This is how we do our business. It's incredibly dangerous. We have no other choice. The international community has abandoned us. We don't want to kill anyone. We just need the money. And then I'm I'm the interviewer and I'm like, okay, he's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dude, I heard him speak and afterwards I'm like, you know what? Okay, maybe these pirates have a point. Yeah. I was like, okay. Well, I don't think you imagine, I don't imagine you become a pirate unless you have to. Oh, well, not according to the history of piracy. Yeah. A bunch of people became pirates because they didn't want to work for the British Navy or the the Spanish Armada. Just want to do their own fucking thing. Back when Jamaica and all those islands were still uh, growing and so there was a trade system, you could make a hell of a lot of money, Mm -hmm. you could buy your own island. Mm -hmm. Or if you were a fucking slave on a ship, Mm -hmm. a lot of the times the pirates would offer you uh, crew status in place of walking the plank or staying with the master. Oh, that's mad. So then they'd be like, you can stay with him or you can come be a pirate. And so you just have full pirate ships of ex-slaves. Right. That's amazing. Imagine being like a, like, you know, a Commodore Mm. in the 1700s. Well, 17th century. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, a pirate ship, ready the cannons. Excuse me. And you you burp. Canonically accurate. Yeah, yeah. Because you've had a burp. You've got scurvy yeah. and you look at the pirate ship and it's a bunch of people you used to own. And uh, you're like, oh, this is not going to end well. I well, think. we've been diddly, boys. <laughs> old, well, the old English thing for fucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, darn it, we've been canoodled. <laughs> it's been a pleasure serving as your captain. Uh, <laughs> we're about to be bamboffled. I can tell you right now. Boys, I'm going to do it before they have a chance. <laughs> we're going to get old dilly wickers. And then they go and they're like, you guys can just have this ship, by the way. We had you in the first quarter. You've got us in the second. Yeah. Okay. They get, they, the slaves come, the new pirates that used to be slaves come on the ship. And they're like, wait a second. Have we met? And he's like, no, no. I no, mean, no, no, I have not. I imagine why. I wouldn't know why. Maybe we, uh, you saw me once at a grocery store. All white men look the same. Really big fan of Bernie Mac. Oh, Bernie Mac. <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, before you decide to kill us all, um, it would be a real shame if you were to burn this Richard Pryor <laughs> album on vinyl, wouldn't it? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my. Anyway. Anyway, off to, off to just what I do as a simple common man. It appears that you've interrupted me smoking some brisket. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, he just starts singing like a Negro spiritual. It's like, oh, sorry, it just came up. I... Yeah. Oh, where's my kente cloth hat gone? Oh, I know it was here somewhere. <laughs> hmm. Have you seen my do-rag, Benedict? 
I was wearing it a second ago before I put on this silly U-shaped hat. Just like while they're tying a rope around them. <laughs> oh, come on, boys. Be cool. Can you be chill AF? <laughs> oh, fam, no. Oh, uh, no, fam, please. Please don't make me walk the plank, fam. You're not going <laughs> to give me one of those bra, are you? Oh, my word. <laughs> Slaves looking at each other, sorry, the pirates looking at each other just being like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? I have no idea. This is, it's the 17th century. <laughs> We're about to diddle you. We're about, you're about to get diddled. You're about to get diddled. You're going to walk the plank diddly yank. Get out of here. I love those old school like pirate torture things. Yeah, the ones where they were like we fuck like a piranha on your balls or some shit. Yeah, because like you know when you look at like the history of torture and whatnot, you know, yo, you've got the wheel and the Iron Maiden, mm. all this medieval stuff that everyone knows about. It's kind of hack, and then you've got those like when you keel haul someone, just mm. where you drop them off the front of the ship, and you run the rope so they drag on the bottom of the ship. Oh my god! Across all the barnacles. Holy fuck! And you pull them up at the end of the ship. Holy shit. And these ships are big, so you're underwater for like a minute. And just going... Dum, 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 dum. Oh my god. Fucking hell. That'll teach you to wear a fake eye patch. You hack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the real part is like, the, your lack of artistic integrity should be, should be punished enough. But a skull and crossbones? What is it, 1687? Jesus Christ. We're doing skull and swords now. What are you going to do, impressions next? Get the fuck out of here. Yes, we sentence you to walk the plank or hang from the neck until dead because you stole Roger's hilarious flag idea. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I do Carlos say. Mencia pirate? Yeah. <laughs> Mencia, but it's spelled E-M-E-N-C-E-A. <laughs> Yar. Great. That would have been a great written down Written job. one if yeah, I could read it. That's down. great. Yeah, just, just Captain Joe Rogan. <laughs> Okay, all right, okay, all right. How about this? How about this? Would you rather be a pirate in the golden age of piracy mm -hmm. or a World War I fighter pilot? Oh, dude. Um, immediate, done. Don't even have to think about it. Pirate. Pirate? Pirate. Uh, do I know about eating oranges and shit so I don't get scurvy? Okay, so you can pick uh, one of three bits of information. Mm -hmm. You can pick what cures scurvy. Mm-hmm. You can be the master ale keeper on the ship, so you're the best brewer, so that's a lot of respect. Mm -hmm. Or you can uh, know how to prevent sexually transmitted diseases. Oh, fuck, dude. It's a hard thing. You three. can only have one? You can only have one of them. Damn, dude. I reckon... What's the thing that would, would have killed the most people? Sexual transmitted diseases, for sure, right? Dude, like, a huge number. Probably more than scurvy. I don't think more than scurvy. You think scurvy killed more people than STDs? Yeah, because... When you were a pirate? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because back then, think about it, you, yeah, hepatitis and syphilis was rampant. Mm -hmm. But syphilis takes 10 to 15 years untreated to turn into the parasite, in, to get for the parasite to get to your brain. Yeah. And, so, and then you don't die, you go insane. Yeah. So it takes a long time. Scurvy, scurvy can fucking kill you in like a year. But what you just described is like, do you want to go slowly insane and then die? Or do you just want to die? I'm like... No, I, I, I'd take knowledge of how to prevent sexually transmitted diseases. You'd take that one? A little pirate condom with a skull and crossbone on the tip. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yar, my flag is raised. Yar. <laughs> Hoist the mainsail. <laughs> Hoist the mainsail, I'm about to do a pirate cup. <laughs> a pirate cup. A nice little pirate nice. cup. Let a pirate cup. Isn't that right, boys? <laughs> Aye. <laughs> But he's a jolly good man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also his birthday. <laughs> All right. It's time to get a free lunch. I maybe. think it's time to see if we can get a free lunch. The Dog Hotel in Clavelli. Let's go. How do you want to play this? Um, We beg. We beg? We beg. Okay. We're begging. Ooh, got some lo-fi beats going. That's some pretty good Damn. hold music. I hope we get to talk to that little anime girl. Oh, yeah. Sometime later. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, free lunch. Got a hunch. Got my main girl back here sitting in a bunch. Hair all up. Tits all out. Big wet nipples. Um, hello, uh, this is Sam and Alex is here as well from the uh, Wall Free Lunch podcast. 
And um, we would like to beg for a free lunch, please. <laughs> okay. Um, what I'm going to have to do is um, get somebody, um, the manager from the venue, to give you a call. They're in service at the moment, so I'm not going to be able to get in contact with them right mm-hmm. now. Um, can I just grab your name and contact number? Of course. Um, yes. Well, are you, I can give you our email if you like. Okay, sure. So uh, the name is Sam and the email is wolfreelunchpod at gmail.com. Pod at gmail.com. And also for the record. Sam, sorry, what was your name? Uh, I'm Sam. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah, and what, sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say that um, I uh, pop in quite a lot after uh, a snorkel down at Clavelli and you guys make a killer okay. palmy. So we were just hoping to beg for another meal, much like the dogs we are. (laughs) (laughs) You got the right venue for that. All right, Sam, I will send that off and I'll get somebody to contact you ASAP. Thank you so much for your help. She said have a nice lunch. I think she did. Just give us a tag. Okay, look, I'll level with you. Look, we might or might not get that free lunch because we should clarify with the listeners. Mm. We have heard nothing from Red Rooster. We tried to contact them, but unless we want a franchise opportunity, there's no way to contact them. Dogs. Absolute dogs. That woman got it immediately. Yes. She was like, oh, it's free lunch. Yeah. She she gets it. And also, I think we stick with saying we're going to beg. Because that was the first time someone laughed. That was the first time someone laughed. We're like, we'd like to beg for a free lunch. And she was like, (laughs) what the fuck? I reckon we keep that. I reckon we do. I think that was a good tactical choice on your part, Alex. Keep them laughing, dude. Mm. Keep them laughing. Look, should we get out of here because we've got gigs to go to? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're at, um, you're at a charity gig tonight. I'm at a charity gig because I'm a good person and I, I give back. And uh, I was going to be at that charity gig, but I traded it all for the money of the comedy store. Yep. Yep. Um, do you know what we need to sort of get into the habit of doing? Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to plug coming up, Alex? No, I mean, if you're in Perth, me and Beck have a fringe show together February, like mid-February. Uh, but other than that, immediately not. Okay, all right, okay. Well, you're in, you're, in, you're in Perth in February for Fringe World with your lovely lady. Yes. And I will be in Cairns on the 13th at the Laughing Heart Comedy Club. There you go. Um, those wonderful boys up there, they fly you up, they put you up. They suck your dick. They suck your dick. You gotta, you gotta beg though. Yeah, you have to go. Please, please, can I talk your dick? And they go. I just wanted to hear you say please. Yeah. <laughs> and then if they finish, you get the money. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, but other than that, other than that, I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Tell all your friends. Much love as always. Much love. Again, email us. Yada yada. Love you. Bye. Bye.